This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. It's Andra. Remember last summer at Pat's? I've got a 12-hour layover before I go to Chicago. How about it? Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. All right, how's it going, Mike? Happy Valentine's Day. I just realized it's Valentine's Day and... You can tell we've been uh, both married a while because we are recording a podcast and not out to dinner. <laughs> I thought you were actually telling no, me. Well, we're not married to each other. No, right. Yeah. yeah clear. Uh, yeah. No. So. All right. Uh, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. Is it just me? Yes. Okay, then. I think we're fine. We're good. It's, yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah. Mike is uh, on remote. He's in. I'm on the road. He's on the road, yeah. so you know he's yeah. working with hotel Wi-Fi, so that's not always the best. But uh, we'll Dealing get through with it. The mobile studio. Yeah, yeah. Mobile Studio One, or that's our right. only our only mobile studio. <laughs> okay, so this week. Well, first, before we before get to we that, get into our show, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, talk uh, to me, Mike. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> no, I just want to say we got a nice email today from. Uh, I'll just. So your first name, Monica. Um, I don't know how she found our podcast, but she was wondering about Starsky and Hutch and if we're going to be doing more. And uh, she gave us a few suggestions. And uh, so, yes, we are going to be going back to Starsky and Hutch at some point. So, and let's, let's embrace those suggestions because they, yeah. they actually sounded pretty good. Yeah, and yeah, right. And I didn't look at them that closely, but she said there was one directed by Paul Michael Glazer and uh, a couple goofy ones, too. So... <laughs> Yeah. But um, there was one where uh, it intended to be like the the show that does the spinoff. Right. For yeah. Bear. Yeah. I remember that. She said that one was not very good at all. So, yeah, I remember that, too. I mean, I actually don't remember the episode, but I, re- I remember it at the time. Anyway. So, yes. Yeah, so thank you for email. Anyone else wants to email us, uh, you know where to hit us up. Uh, we always put it in our show notes. So feel free to always hit us up. But also. Our Facebook and Twitter pages are always there for you to do anything. If you want to communicate, give us some show suggestions, whether it be the TV show itself or even just episodes. Uh, we are always open to suggestions. We may or may not get to yours, depending. You know, it's just how it works. Dep- but, depending uh, on if we like it or not. No, that's not true. Right, but we wouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Also, if people have like little facts or tidbits, too, those are always pretty fascinating. When you hear, right. Hear things that yeah, are, little yeah. known facts. Exactly. Or even shows. like like last week, uh, someone posted pictures with the Starsky and Hutch car, remember? We were talking about that. So, yeah. you know, any weird thing like that, feel free to either email it to us or put it on Facebook. We'll put all that at the end of the uh, thing. And again, if you are listening to the podcast, rate and review is always great. Uh, that always helps us get found, I guess. Um, so that's always helpful if you can do that as well. Right on. So what did we watch this week, Mike? This week we dipped back into the Rockford Files. And we went to uh, Season 1, Episode 10, I believe. Um, It depends what format you saw. Like the one we were watching on said it was Episode 9, but I have it listed as 10, so whatever. Debatable. All right. 
But yeah. the title is The Big Ripoff. And mm-hmm. I I got to say, I, I love Rockford Files. <laughs> it's um, just starting with the intro. It, you know, very, very 70s, yet super cool. Um, you know, the answering machine, as the camera kind of pans across the the room and you hear a message from some girl, you know, oh, I'll be in town for 12 hours. And then the music kicks in and it's just, it's, it's just awesome. It just gives you a, a good feeling, you know? And it was kind yeah. of like, a, I don't remember this from the first episode, maybe, maybe it changed. Um, but it was like a series of still frames, almost like stop motion, you know, where it would be like, one, two, three, you would see like these different shots of him walking around or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because the first one, we have only done the pilot, so I don't think they had that set yeah, up by that way. Yeah. yeah. But it was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got, got me pumped for the rest of the show. <laughs> All right. Good. Yes. I'm glad. Um, so uh, I looked up who it was directed by uh, Vincent McEvitt. Avidi? I don't know how to say it. It's, it's got a lot of E's in it. Let me just tell you that right, right now. Right. But I didn't recognize the name, but I looked him up, and he's done a ton of stuff, like a ton of Columbo episodes, and uh, what else? Uh, Simon and Simon, Hotel, oh, wow. cool. Disney, Oh, Hotel. TV, I Hooker. forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, Magnum P.I., stuff like that. So now, not Ali necessarily was the director, but um, Involved Gunsmoke, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Gunsmoke. You know? One of the, yeah, I know. So I have a feeling he's uh yeah, he's born in twenty nine, so he's definitely an older gentleman. <laughs> right, right. And but the Columbo episodes, it looks like they were all like the newer ones, like, uh, like 1990s. the 90s. Yeah, yeah, the not so great ones. But I'm not not saying there weren't some good ones in the nineteen nineties, but they're not the classics. Right, anyway, right. so yeah, and um what uh, I was going to look for who it was written up by. I forgot to say it, but the story was by Roy Huggins, which was one of the creators. So nothing extravagant there, but it did have, and this is the whole reason I, Mike was, we were looking up one to do and I'm like, Hey, this one's got Suzanne Summers. Let's do it. Yes. And she was visible. <laughs> yes, she was. I and was, um, I was expecting. No, speaking. no, <laughs> It was. I was expecting so much more when you told me Suzanne Summers was in this. Well, and, so, and, so and, was I. And after That's watching the beginning, it. I'm like, she is going to be told. It's about her. It's all about her in this movie, right? Or this show, right? And yeah. So let, so let's back up. So <laughs> yeah, so, when, so when we when the show opens, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's playing some maybe Italian style. Music. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Where is it at? Right, right. Was so this it, in France or Italy? Or yeah, was, it, was, it had to be one of those two, right? Yeah, yeah. It was France or Italy. I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I probably should. Right, they're two entirely different countries. But yeah, it was kind of just. Like, but there was nothing that made it clear. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was probably like. Georgia, where it was filmed, or something. But um, <laughs> actually, I should have looked that up to see where it was filmed <laughs> if it said that, you know. But like the camera pans across, you know, he's clearly in some European country, and you know, he's following this beautiful blonde around, and the music's playing. Um, so we see Suzanne Summers, and I'm like, damn, you know, she's so young there, and she's in and out of her car, going into stores and stuff. And the music's playing, and you know Rockford's got this plan 
you know, you, you don't really know what he's up to, but you know he's following her. And so he parks, yeah. ends up parking like two cars next to her so that she can't get <laughs> into her car when she comes out of the store. And the music's still playing. There's no dialogue. I mean, we can't hear what they're yeah. saying. This is like this is like their minds, basically. Yeah. That's this, why I was wondering if it was in France. Yeah, this was like some like classic old movie style technique they used where the story was just <laughs> being told by the you know visuals. Yeah, it's like a silent movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he so he, you know, he plays the hero and eventually gets the car out of the way he sees like a you know, he, he tries, he can't get in, and he looks over and sees a clothes hanger in, like, a tailor shop. So he, you know, comes back with the clothes hanger and, uh, pit, I don't know, whatever you do with the clothes hanger, you get the lock he, open. He, yeah, exactly. He just it, was able yeah. to pull the lock thing up. Yeah, yeah exactly. and she's, like, under his arm as he's doing it. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, so the next thing you know, he's, like, they're back at her place and he's taking the groceries out of the car or whatever. Um, but still, no nothing, no dialogue. But I'm like, all no. right, this is clearly about getting close to her, and you know, we're going to see a lot of Suzanne Summers. That was the end of it. <laughs> well, she that. did like kind of invite him in, right? But yeah, it looked like the in the way she was reacting, she was inviting him in for lunch, not anything else because she's not like a booty call fine but. whatever you can have some of these rolls i bought which again it would look like french bread so that's why i think but you know it french did. and italian bread look very similar yeah so. what is the difference <laughs> i'm not sure uh crust i don't know i don't i mean i'm i'm debating that too, but. if anyone knows bread talk uh let yeah. us know what the difference between italian and french bread is we should start a second podcast based on bread talk uh, yeah bread talk um but anyway, um, so that was it, though. And I was honestly, like, I was hoping she was going to be in it, like, a lot. Um, <laughs> but she wasn't. But it was still cool to see her because, I mean, it had to be one of her first roles, right? Uh, well, oh, was I don't know. That's a good question. It, maybe. I, would, I, I mean, would think a non-speaking part in the Rockford Files was probably a, <laughs> a first role. You know? I have a feel, Well... Wasn't she in like uh, was she in American Graffiti? Am I thinking of the wrong person? I don't, I don't remember that. Um, I don't no, know. No, she was. No, she was in American Graffiti, also known as the Blonde and the T Bird, which I don't think she spoke in that either. Oh, oh really? <laughs> no, this is not her first role. This is like her, you know. Well, some of these she might have been like a kid. It was early. Um, it was earlier in her career. I'm gonna yeah. say. Yeah, this was definitely before. Um, before um, Three's Company, yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah, she looks so young. I mean, but I mean, yeah, almost uh, unrecognizably um, young, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, she was probably in her twenties. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so then you know, so we you know that went away. <laughs> Suzanne Summers <laughs> went away, and right, and then he's just like on a plane heading back from yeah Europe, like. Sitting between like a family, like he's right? Like which, in the middle of like this in other between family. the family, like he's like the dad, basically. Like, right, he's, he's like in the like middle in seat. the family. Yeah, there was a, I think there was even a kid on him sleeping. But, yeah, there was. That's um, what I'm saying. It was like he was the dad. <laughs> he was the dad. <laughs> yeah. Me. So then you know, then after he lands, he goes back and he's debriefing with his client, uh, Miss Mrs. Fraser. I want to say her name is, um, and she hired him to see if. 
Virginia Nelson killed her husband. Um, and as it turns out, Rockford reports back that he doesn't think he's dead. Uh, so she doesn't like that. She's kind of bitching about. Yeah, he says basically thing. like she's living off the interest of two hundred grand. Which so is right. Half there has the to be life, right half the life insurance to, policy. Yeah. So the other half is somewhere. Right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's a that's a pretty intelligent find, and um, but she she doesn't like it, and then she like suddenly gets all weird. I thought like right. What, yeah. Well, and exactly she's like, "Well, I can't believe was. I didn't hear from this guy." And don't these insurance agencies track this stuff down? He's like, "Well, if it's done with style, you can get away with it." Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then she like, wasn't going to pay him. And then, yeah, yeah. she wasn't going to pay him. And then he said something about you know all relationships come to an end or whatever. And then oh she yeah, got, and she I, I guess we should. Freaky. Yeah, and I guess we should say that this was not the guy's wife. This was her girlfriend. No, right. Suzanne Summers yeah, so it turns was the out wife. it was his girlfriend. Yeah, right. which was kind of I'm surprising. Poor move, dumping Suzanne Summers for this um, this mistress. It was a bad, kind of a bad call. Yeah, I would say. And by um, the way, this mistress, <laughs> I'm saying like she's like a real mistress. <laughs> the, <laughs> the woman playing. So I went, you know, obviously I went to look to see, you know, I was looking at IMDb or whatever. So. I'm like, wow, she does not have many roles at all. I'm like, I can't believe this. She died like the year after the show. Oh, God. Now I feel bad. Yeah. I just I insulted her. Yeah, well, you insulted the character, not yeah, the woman. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that makes me yeah, feel better. So, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but right. yeah, she was like not even. But then, yeah, she got a little creepy thing. where she was like off in space thinking while she was talking. And I guess yeah. right. She like had a sudden change of heart, and then yeah, she's like, "Okay, get out. I'll mail you a check." And the phone rings. Yeah, yeah. And then he notices. He kind of peeks in the 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 bedroom right by there. He's like, "Hmm, she's got bags back there." Already. Yeah. So he knows like, she's bailing, and she's not. Who getting leaves a private eye alone in their house? <laughs> exactly. You see her. See yourself out. I'm going to go close this door into the other room. Of course, he's going to poke yeah. around a little. Right. You yeah. know where the door is. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. But yeah. I also know where all your money is. And Right. <laughs> and, then, and then so. I could probably find your safe. I don't know. Yeah, right. And then, I mean, he is an ex-con. I mean, but. Right. So then he goes, I don't know. The next thing he's at a payphone. He calls this guy called, named Mr. Moss. And yeah, which we don't know start, who he is. Yeah, We don't. We don't. But the guy's like a statistician. Like he starts, you know. 90% of phone calls results in 80% of you know, and he's like going through all these things. I'm like, what the hell? And then he's like, I'm calling you about this 400,000. And, but then he sees the lady getting a cab. So he's like, shit, I'll call you back. And then he decides he's going to follow her to see where she's yeah. after. Cause he knows something's up. Yeah. Yeah. He saw the bag. Now she's in the cab. What the hell? Um, Where's my 500, $200 plus expenses. Yeah. Right. She's stiffing him on. And then, um, so the next thing you know, he's at the airport. And and I thought this was interesting. He he buys a bag in like a newspaper or something, like a little carry-on bag, and goes in the bathroom, takes off his sport coat, his tie, and shoves like the plastic bag into the carry-on bag and the newspaper to make it look like there's something in it. 
And then he leaves his coat and his tie hanging on the bathroom door. And I'm thinking, why not stick your coat and tie in there? <laughs> right, so it looks exactly. like you have something. And um, these were, but these were pay toilets, so I guess he figured no one would go in there. Remember pay toilets? I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there were I never came idea was too that? many of those, but no. But that was, they were, and there were always yeah. a quarter at least. Yeah. I mean, well, back uh, then they were probably only a dime, but yeah, there were lots back then because he asked some guy for change for a quarter. Um, yeah, but but anyway, why we're focusing on the price of pay <laughs> toilets? I don't know, but um, how much would you pay to go to the bathroom? <laughs> What's the most you would pay under what circumstance? Um, Is it number one or number two? Because yeah. that determines how much it costs. Yeah, that seems almost <laughs> evil to charge to use a bathroom. Right, and I think that's kind of why they all went away because people yeah. pretty much like what the hell? Yeah, I mean, you like you got to go. I don't have time to be fumbling with coins. And, yeah, uh, right. But anyway, back to the show. Um, so he, he he like messes his hair up, and he, which is like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the story behind this, but he goes and pretends he's a <laughs> cab driver. Um, I don't know if cab drivers are known for having messy hair. Um, but he just, I think he wanted to look like he was running in the airport. Okay. So he goes up to the counter. He's like, hey, you know, my ride, she left this bag in the car. Can you tell me who she is and where she's going? And the girl behind the counter is like, well, I guess it'll be all right. You know, like she's like, <laughs> I don't know, like melting for Rockford. And uh, she, so she tells him, you know, she's going to some place in California, right? And um yeah, Almeria or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "All right, well, we'll you know, we'll city just of ten thousand people." By the way, I looked it oh, up. Really? Uh, Citydata.com. <laughs> no Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so then he, you know, makes some story. All right, the cab company will wire her, and she can, you know, we'll ship it to her or whatever. And then he goes back, and then my whole theory about the jacket and tie pay off. He goes back and it's gone. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, of course it's gone. You can't do that in an airport. But I don't know. I still don't know why I didn't put it in the back. I was bothered by that from the start. But um, so what happened I next? I lost my lost my spot here. So after that, he um, he goes to the insurance company. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah That's the guy he was company. talking to. Yeah, it turns out that guy's like, I don't know if he's the owner or what, but he's know, some actuary at, at, at a minimum. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in charge of the money. He's like, hey, I know the guy's alive. I can get you the money. He basically is working out a deal. So, hey, he's like, hey, if I get you your 400 k back, why don't you give me a cut of the action? We can do some business. And right. the guy kind of talks him down. Yeah, the guy's know. kind of a jerk. He's like, no, we already paid it yeah. off. It's, it's a done deal. You know? Yeah, and it's like he's like you're you're gonna get all your almost all your money back. What the hell, you know? Yeah. And finally, he's like, okay, fine, fine. I'll, we'll give you five hundred dollars off the top to start, and five percent. And he's like, all right, put it in writing. And off he goes. And off he goes to go find the guy, which is you know pretty sweet thinking on his part. So he's got he's got a case, and the lady hires him to see if the wife killed the husband or whatever. And then he takes that because she stiffs him and then spins it into a bigger deal. Yeah. I, I like, you know, I like the way, you know, get, get the most out of what you have, you know, I like what he's thinking. And then, um, 
so so then he goes off and he's uh, you know he, his his goal now is to prove that this dude is alive so he can get the get the cash. Um, so yeah, so he goes to the town and just starts driving around looking for him. <laughs> oh yeah, basically he, checking out all the hotels. Yeah, and he did mention he's like he's like you know what I think the husband contacted the mistress. Right. While I was out looking to see what was going on. So when I got back, yeah. he's like, oh, he's alive and I'm going to meet him. So screw Rockford. <laughs> right, um, exactly. Yeah. So you're right. Then he hits all the, the all the hotels. And then that like last one of the guys is even gets, like he gets there. Yeah. He's like, have you tried this one? Have you tried this one? Have you tried? He's like, yeah. He's like, we'll try the ones north of Highway he's like, One. He's like, move on to the motels, dude, because you've tapped yeah. out your hotel resources. And man, for this little town, there were a lot of freaking ho- motels, right? Did you yeah, see all those signs? Yeah. It was like one road was just like littered with motel with signs. And like motel I said, this town alley. had, if I looked up the right one, it had 10,000 people in this town now. It's a uh, tourist area, maybe. I, I, I don't know. And it's not even like I near the water. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I, well, I thought they maybe they made it up. Um, but. Uh, I, I I found it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're in California and you you know it's a California production, you probably know. Wait, this yeah, this is actually says it's actually Tustin, California. I don't know. Whatever. I found something that was like that. I think that's <laughs> somewhere I wrote <laughs> here it is on neighborhoods dot com, and then here's all the yeah. houses. The Zillow. median sale yeah. price is one point twenty two hundred uh, one point two five million. So. <laughs> All right, well, that's why there's only 10,000 people in the town. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, really. So, all right, let's see where I'm at here with my blah, blah, blah. We talked about all that. So uh, this is where oh. he finds the model, <laughs> yeah. the hitchhiker. Yeah, he finds he, he sees this lady hitchhiking, and he picks her up, and she's like, I'm a model. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, why I'm trying to do all these voices because they all sound the same, but. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, my name's Marilyn Polanski. I'm like, wow, that's not sure why we had to know that. But and then she and then here's the part that kills me. She's like, I get paid $20 an hour for modeling. But if I model naked, I get $23 an hour. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like, wow, that's what? it? You get $3 more? $3? Yeah. That, uh, I don't know. Um, and then, so she, she offers to cook him dinner. Like, I mean, I guess they, he, you know, they bond as he's, he's driving. And apparently Rockford's a good looking dude for the seventies. Um, and I have a feeling Rockford, I don't know how tall he was, but I have a feeling he's a pretty big guy too. Do you get that? I mean, do you feel like, big, I feel like, like tall? Yeah. Like he's like probably like at least six feet tall. Oh no? yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, just, yeah. He just, I don't he just think so. projects, yeah. just projects being. Yeah, it so, it sounds about right. Six two. All right. Is that a guess, or you actually pulled that? I up right just now? I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're stealthy because I can't even hear you moving around. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So then um, she offers to make him dinner, and he's like, "You know what? I'll take you to dinner." But she's all she's like, "Come early." She's like, kind of like. Of yeah, I guess. But. Well, and before they do that, this is one of the things where he's he, he throws out one of his jobs, right? Or his oh, fake yeah, yeah. jobs. 
because she was asking him what he does. He's like, I'm in advertising for the avocado growers of America. <laughs> yeah. But then she asked him too. She's like, are you serious? He's like, no. <laughs> so. well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, he's but anyway, um, this uh, the model was uh, played by Jill Clayburgh, which in I, which if you look at her list, she's done a ton of stuff. But I guess in 1999, Entertainment Weekly named her one of the 25 greatest actresses ever. So really, yeah, this is like obviously one of her early early roles. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Um, and the character you know, she played. Besides I mean, when she was a kid, but you're not gonna win an award for that character, you know. Like No. No. But uh no, yeah, she's uh I, I you know, I don't know there's a ton of things she's on here. I'm not even gonna start listing them all. But you look at her, you see her now. I mean like not now, because unfortunately she passed away too. <laughs> but <laughs> Whoa, you're the bearer you, of bad news. I'm like death guy. But if you uh look her up, you know what I'm talking about. She was in Bridesmaids, but um really? anyway. I'll have to look it up because I'm curious. Yeah, I'd like to see what she, what she's been in. Um so then so from there, you know, making dinner plans, so he's gonna pick her up. They move on to like he shows up. Rockford shows up at like the scene of this crime. Not really a crime. Like some right. hippie drove his like Volkswagen <laughs> bus into a exactly. storefront or something. Or something, yeah. But this is like the center of town, yeah, right? Yeah. My question is, where was he before? Because like he like drives <laughs> yeah. into this area. Where was he you're looking right. for these people it, before? It, I mean, it was almost like you know, center of town was like Mayberry kind of, and then yeah. Then he was like, when he was looking at the hotels and motels, it was like the Vegas Strip. So I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it, the town is clearly segmented. I'm not sure how it works. Yeah. But, uh, but so he shows up to talk to this cop, like the sheriff. It's like, oh, the office told me I, I'd find you here. Um, and I'm like, it's probably not a good time, you know. Just <laughs> the guy's in the middle of like. Pulling some hippie out of a store, and <laughs> well, I think the hippie was already out of the car. But, yeah. Yeah. but really, I mean, is that the time? Hey, yeah, could we talk? Like, no, I'm in the middle of like this crime scene or an yeah. accident or whatever you want to call it. Um, but all that aside, the cop was kind of a dick to him, you know, like right off the bat, too. Yeah. I mean, not even because of that. Like, and as soon as he shows him like his PI badge or whatever he's like this is in la he's like well i got it in sacramento which you know means it's good for the whole city or the whole state yeah and i think but yeah i think it must be a thing where like cops are like at least well no i can understand if i was an actual cop i wouldn't want pis coming in and doing their stuff right yeah i mean i guess so i knew actually knew a cop that was a pi well i mean he used to be a cop and then he became a pi Um, really yeah, and I'm going to go on record saying he was a dick, but I'm not saying that I'm not saying that all are. I'm just saying this particular guy was. So right, if by any chance he's well, listening, he, you're a dick. Um, he probably got kicked off the force for being, you know, he might have. I don't know. I mean, he, he was off for some reason, right? I mean, you know, just like, yeah. hey, I'm going to become a PI. I don't know. Um, any PIs out there? Let me know. Let me know what you're thinking about that, but. Um, anyway, the cop in this case is a jerk and he's, he's, he's not nice to, to Rockford. And, um, then he's, so as Rockford's kind of walking away, all dejected, um, he sees the mistress crossing the street. Um, 
So he's like, oh, yeah, she just is. like in the middle of town, walking with groceries. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, yeah, you know, probably thousands of miles from where they, I don't know where they came from. Um, but he sees her, he kind of goes after her. I didn't think she saw him, but somehow she loses him. Yeah. Um, I, I know. And it's, it was unclear, too, if she saw him or. But later if, you kind of learn that she did see him, but. Yeah, I wasn't sure if she had like a secret passage in the woods, <laughs> yeah. like Batman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she had like a, a pole to slide down in the bushes, and she got away, but she was instantly gone. And um, then what? So the, I mean, the point there, I guess, was that yeah, she's in the town that he knew that she. He's was in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he goes and picks up the the model and takes her to dinner. Um. And then you can see a couple of guys at a table watching watching them, some thugs, yeah. right? And he goes in the bathroom to, you know, to do his business and they follow him in and 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 like remember, this is how it happened last time too, the pilot episode. He like I thought he saw them again and he went to confront him in the bathroom like he did that time. So but did I. he didn't know. No, right. But they they confronted him and yeah. Basically they were like, Sheriff wants you out of here. Uh, we work for him, and uh, here's a bus ticket. Get out of town by 11 or something like that. Right. Which I guess it was nice that they bought him a ticket. I wouldn't say, I mean, I don't know if it was nice, but it was, at least they didn't <laughs> start with kicking his ass and then. Right, exactly. Because he even says, <laughs> he even says, uh, would you would you rather do this the easy way or would you rather spend six months in traction or yeah, something right. like that? right. Yeah, so given the options, yeah, I'd take the bus ticket too. Um, and then, so they leave, and he's got the bus ticket, and he goes back and talks to the girl. She's like, oh, oh no, that's not what, the, she talks to, yeah, no, talks she, to the girl. Yeah, he goes talk to her, yeah. But yeah, but she, and she basically she, says that, you know, yes, the sheriff can cause a lot of problems. Kind of leading us down the path that the sheriff is trying to get Rockford out of here. Yeah, you know, like the sheriff is the whole, shady. She wouldn't yeah. put it past him to make his life miserable. Right. Uh, and then at this point, I'm kind of like, is she like in on this? You know what I mean? That was, I wasn't uh, 100% were you thinking sure. That? I wasn't there. But, For yeah. a minute, just, you know, like she was keeping an eye on him and reporting back. So, but. Yeah. She wasn't. Um, Spoiler but alert. Then, so then he takes her home <laughs> and does like the, you know, the noble thing. He kisses her goodnight. She goes up. Walks walks through her door. She goes into her apartment above the garage, like the Fonz. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Fonz is actually up there waiting, I think. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's the Fonz. And then. Hey, he, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so she, she goes up to the Fonz's apartment, and he walks back to his car. And as he's backing out, the thugs realize you know it's probably you know past the bus time and they you know get out and pull a gun on him and take him take him away and so she sees it out the window uh, but they take him out and they get him out of the car you know out in the dark somewhere they rough him up a little bit and then tell him to flag the bus down when it comes by he missed the bus <laughs> yeah. But they drove ahead. They leave of the him bus. out there with like the <laughs> bears and coyotes and everything yeah. else. And he's like, "It'll be fine. Don't worry about it." Just on the ground. If anything, the bus is going to roll over him when it comes by. But the girl <laughs> saw it happen, and so she followed him, and you know, she took kicked, his car. 
Yeah, she took his car because he left the keys she's in it. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, which I, and she's like, just stay story. here for a while. Just stay here. Don't get up. Just stay here. I'm like, he's outside. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. I'm like, what is the sense of staying here in the middle of the road in the dark? Well, she wanted to make sure he didn't have internal injuries probably. <laughs> but so the, the story of him leaving his keys in the car leads me to a story that happened to me today. So I won't take too much time on this, but I'm going to take like a, a minute. So, you know, I'm, I'm traveling on business right now, and I have a rental car. And I was at a client site, and I, you know, went in. So it was lunchtime. So I left to go to lunch, and I get in the car, and it's one of those push buttons, you know. So I, it's a, I have a, a Nissan Altima, and I push the button, and it starts. And I start to back up, and I look, and I see these, like, Mickey Mouse bags in the back seat. And I didn't bring any Mickey Mouse bags. Um, so I put the car back in park and I realize I'm in the wrong car. Um, somebody else had the exact same car parked right. But next you got to me. it to start. They left the keys in the cup holder. Oh, dumbasses! So well, people do that shit all the time with those cars, <laughs> and that's how those cars get stolen. Well, yeah, I mean, I almost went to lunch in someone else's the- car. <laughs> but anyway, <all laughs> that's right. awesome. That's um, pretty funny. It would have been it, great if you if, like got all the way to your hotel. If they did not have the bags in the car, oh wait, I wait, wait! Notice. I'm sorry. Were you at your hotel or were you somewhere? No, I was at work. I was like at work. You were at work, yeah. I was at a client that's, site. I just would have awesome. stole somebody's car. He <laughs> uh. get pulled over. Woo! <laughs> hey, uh, this is uh, which car was reported stolen? Nah, what are you talking about? I rented this. Yeah. Where's my rent- oh, wait, where's my rental agreement? Oh <laughs> yeah, shit! Right. Whose bags are these? Exactly. I'm telling you, if like oh, if someone kept, if they kept a clean car like I did. I would have drove well, away. Well, it was a rental. No. Because no. I don't keep a clean car, but. I'm pretty sure the car I went into was a rental, too, but I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. All right. So, again, I digress. Um, Back to the show. So, uh, so she followed him. Oh, she knew one of the guys, too, remember? Because he, she's, oh, like, she's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, did you work. get a good look at them? She's like, well, it was dark, but I saw one guy. Yeah. And she's like. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, well, he says he works for the police. She's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not that guy. So then I guess she must have told him where she where he worked because he ends up uh, at – well, and th- that's what kind of got me confused. So the version we were watching, at least I was watching, was not great quality. So we cut to an auto shop, right? Right. right. And Rockford's – Beating the shit out of some guy, and I'm like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Because <laughs> I couldn't was, get a good look at him. It was too much, too fast, you know. <laughs> yeah. It goes from these, but like, it turned out to be the one guy, him, like pummeling somebody. Yeah, exactly. And it turned out to be one of the guys. He must have got a jump on. Although he had a couple bruises on his face too, but um, basically, he gets him down on the ground, and he's like, "All right, you know who hired you." He's like, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, because and he the guy made it sound like he was gonna get killed if he told him, right? He's like, it'll be worse if they find out I told him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which now knowing what we know at the end of the episode, no, it wouldn't. It's <laughs> no, not like he was exactly. the mob. Not if you knew what I knew. <laughs> right. No. It was. It'd be like, yeah. No, it would so not. So he's Rockford's like. So wait, how much money did you get? And um, <laughs> he's like two hundred dollars. Like. 200 he's like all mad (laughs) that the only way beat him up for only 200 (laughs) dollars. he's like yeah but i had to split it with the other guy 
Yeah. And then I was noticing, I'm like, wait, is that the coat that he lost in the airport? Because it looked like the same coat. <laughs> oh, really? You know what I noticed yeah. at this point? Was the guy he was beating up David Carradine? No, it was not David Carradine. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. I, I, like, again, like you said, the quality was so poor. But I thought it was David I don't Carradine. Think, do we know his name? Because I'm, I'm looking at the, the list of characters. There's not one that just says thug. <laughs> There's not. Um, or David Carradine. Well, you know... <laughs> David <laughs> David Carradine's definitely not listed in here, but yeah, I don't see, um, yeah, I don't see uh, like anyone listed here. So, all right, I was almost positive. I mean, given you know, grainy, pixelated view, I thought it was. David yeah, I mean, they have some other people like Boy on Airplane and Dust Clerk, but nothing about uh, him. So, all right. Anyway, so yeah, I'll, so he I'll let that go. basically, yeah, so um, basically he said he, he uh, Rockford bribes him with more money, right? And says, I'll give you know, whatever. He's like, oh, it was Carl LeMay. He works at the art gallery, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, art gallery? <laughs> this guy want to kill me or whatever. And uh, so he ends up giving him some money um, and heads to the art gallery to see who this guy is now. Right, and then yeah, he gets to the art gallery, and the guy's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Um, you know, I have no idea who this guy is, what you're talking about. And Rockford is pretty smart. He's like, "Well, you know what? I'll just talk to the sheriff and let him know that there's two people parading around as police officers, impersonating police officers, and try to hurt me. We'll see what he has to say then." <laughs> and the art guy's like, right. "Maybe I'll close up early." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. uh, oh, the art and, gallery and, guy and is so played po- by um, Bruce Kirby. I'm sure you recognize him. He's on a ton of. St- he was on a ton of stuff, including a lot of Columbo's and L.A. Law and blah blah blah. So, he's uh, well, this. This points back. He's to a one of the, why that guy, the guy guys. W- the guy would not be threatened by this art gallery guy hiring him to. Like, oh, if the art gallery guy finds out, I'm dead. I'm like, no, you're not. Right, exactly. This guy's a wuss. Like, you could yeah. beat up the art gallery guy. Right. Exactly. But so I'd be run out of this town. I wouldn't be able to buy any art anymore. <laughs> and you know how much yeah. of an art town this is, which actually I guess it kind of is. I don't know. So finally, uh, yeah, what? so he offers it. he offers the guy what two thousand bucks at this point, right? To yeah, he offers him two thousand bucks to tell him where where that dude is, where the guy is. He shows him the picture, and he's like, I don't know, I haven't seen him before. And then he drops the photo, so Rockford goes to pick it up and slides open his drawer, and there's a gun there, and he goes to reach for it, and Rockford basically grabs his hand and grabs the gun away from him because, again, he's an art dealer. <laughs> he's yeah, not, he's like, your he's hands not, are very soft. Like, let me get he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not a hardened criminal. No. Why he has a gun in an unlocked drawer <laughs> yeah, right. in an art gallery in some tiny little town, I don't know. You never know. But... You never know when some, you know, big art thieves are going to come yeah. <laughs> through the town and That's steal right. all his Picassos. <laughs> and, and so then he ended up saying that, like, so Rockford gets the gun from him and he's like kind of, you know, holding it against him. And you know, the guy's like, all right, it was, you know, it's, it was this friend of mine, this girl, she asked me to do this. And 
yeah, friend from an old girlfriend, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he almost married her, he said. She just like rolled into town or something? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and he said it was uh, the, the the mistress. I forgot her name already. Um, I know I said it at the beginning, but whatever her name was, like that's the name he gave. And then he goes, like he leaves and he goes back and like the, well, bef- the model is, oh, go ahead. Well, before that though, don't they talk about, no, okay, because he goes back later. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because he, yeah, so he, I know he goes back and, the, and the, the, uh, the model is like nursing his wounds from like two days ago. And then, <laughs> then it like dawns on him. He's like, no, wait, this doesn't make sense. Um, what yeah. are the odds that, you know, they come to this town or this lady comes to this town or the, I don't know, the, I guess that the, the guy that, Faked his death, came to the town, and then they run into an old friend. He's like, "No, there's more to it." Um, and then I actually, I forget, I forgot how he pieced it together. But he's like, "No, he must know him, um, you know, from the past or whatever." So then he asked the the model, "Like, <laughs> are you sure you don't recognize this picture? I've been showing everyone five hundred times throughout this entire episode." <laughs> And she takes it from him and starts, like, drawing on it. And he's like, what are you doing? That's the only picture I have. And she's like, well, sorry. But she's, she's like, drawing a beard on it. Like, what made her decide to do that? I don't know. But suddenly, yeah. oh, that's, you know, Dave Smith or, you know, whatever name. Um, right. And she then instantly knew it. Um, yeah. He's a big painter in the town. She's like, I think he sucks, basically, but <laughs> people are willing to spend thousands of dollars on his What do pieces. they call him, too? Like, yeah, the other artists, they call him a, uh, a primitive. Yeah, a primitive. Yeah. That's is, is that a real term? Saying or, you suck. Or, or is it just saying <laughs> you're just some dude with a paintbrush that isn't No, good. that means yeah. you're terrible, and they want to buy it anyway because it's so terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It's like I, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like me watching terrible movies and TV shows on purpose. Yeah, like it sucks, but it's still enough to keep your attention. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, based on that, so then he's like, oh, then he kind of figures it out. He's like, okay, well, he's painting and he's terrible, and then all of a sudden he's driving in the woods. Yeah, he must be in a house in the middle of the woods. Right. And so yeah, he's walking. A lot of house. things get put together very loosely here yeah, that don't right. really make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and then he's walking up to and the then, house, uh, and, the, and the guy shows up behind him with a gun. Right. I mean, maybe somewhere in there we didn't see. He maybe he went back to the art dealer and got the address or something, or maybe maybe the model knew where he lived. Oh yeah, he's that painter dude that lives in the woods or something. Yeah, she probably did because she knew a lot about him. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's been or here maybe for seven he's well months. known. This is his name. The primitive he artist four who lives in the woods. You know, four paintings a month for two thousand dollars. Yeah, so yeah, so apparently so, yeah, this so, guy sucked at painting. People loved it, and he made a lot of money at it. So then Rockford, at one point, Rockford said, "Don't you see the humor in that? This guy faked his death to get the money, and then grabbed some canvas and paints, and now he's making a ton of money just doing that. Like that's so." I don't know if it's ironic, yeah. but it's just funny. But yeah, but then he ends up in the woods at this guy's place. <laughs> and 
they, they take him inside and the mistress is there. Yeah, because he the guy comes and, out of nowhere and shows up with a shotgun behind him. And right. and uh, Rockford's like, have you ever used that gun before? He's like, nope, came with the house. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And I'm thinking, not the best answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he tells you him, he's what, like, no, I'm here to help you guys. I'm, you know, I'm not here to turn you in. I'm here to help you. And I'm, I thought that that was weird, but it comes I thought it was, later. I thought it was that. bullshit, but. Yeah, yeah. But maybe it wasn't. Yeah, and then they he puts him in a chair and he has the his the uh, woman what the what, like you said what the hell was her name <laughs> the the mistress here hold the gun on him just point it at him like that um he's like all right Nancy she doesn't even name. know how to hold it you know right and he's like i'm more worried about even her holding this gun because he's like worried he's gonna get shot just he's because like, she's we're both gonna doesn't get know shot. how to work the gun yeah and then they uh, tie, they him, tie up him up, and he's like, "Hey, I like a good hustle, just like anybody else, and I don't like insurance companies either." He's like, "I got a deal to get you your money, you know, keep your money, you know, fix this whole thing." And um, so he, so what was it? I, I was trying to figure out his plan. So his plan was to give them the money back, right? Well, yeah. So basically, what he's saying—he's I mean, like, "You're look, making, dude, you're, you're making banks selling these crappy paintings. You don't like need Banksy. that money." He's like Banksy. <laughs> Sorry. So he's like, "Yeah." So he's, he's like, "If like just rewind. If you just came out here and started painting these crappy paintings, you'd still be wealthy. So yeah. give the money back, and we'll cut a deal where they forget it. They're just no charges are pressed. You give the money back, right? And then you just stay here yeah. making paintings and making some good money." And then, yeah, because he says you've earned interest off of it anyway, so you can keep that and just give him the money back. Right. And then, and then, and, and but and that's the thing is like, okay, that happens, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's in the insurance office, right? Did no, yeah, did like they let him go, or I don't know what. I don't know if they yeah, just abandoned him. All of a sudden, he's there. Time. Yeah. So now he's at the insurance company, and now they won't give him more five hundred dollars more again to go. No, and, and he's, he's like, him, no, I, I know where guy. he is. He's alive. Yeah, I was in yeah. the room with him. <laughs> you know, and the guy's being real smug. He's like, nope, nope, get out. Nope, nope, nothing else. Yep. So then Rockford, which I thought he was just, I thought this was a ploy, but he's like, oh, I get it. He took the deal. He went behind my back and made a deal with you, and that's why you're not going to, you know, give me any money, whatever. And um, I'm like, oh, he's just saying that so that the guy thinks that he really did see the guy. I'm like, I totally overthought this episode. And then, <laughs> so so then it turns out, so he's all pissed off. He's you know he's out his money. This guy went you know actually did the deal that he said when they were tying yeah. him up, but without him. And so he goes over. He's talking to Rocky. His old man. Yeah, he goes back which, home. This yeah. is a different Rocky now, right? This is different than the first. Yes. Rocky. This is the one that ends up staying with the the, the the series, yeah. Okay, yeah, and I, and I was trying to figure out why. I don't know if he looked a little younger. I'm not really sure what it was, but anyway, he um, so he's talking to the old man, and he's like, "Hey, what do you want me to do with all that crap that guy delivered?" He's like, "What crap?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, hey, you know, it's in the back yeah. of the truck." So they go over and look at it, and there's like I don't know what, like ten wrapped. Paintings. Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, the guy did the deal, and then kind of as a payback, 
gave these paintings to Rockford because he's getting like between two and four grand for these paintings, right? So Rockford right. could sell and, and Rockford and Rocky's like, these are garbage. <laughs> he's like, yeah, right. he's like he's basically, like, I know you wouldn't suck. want it in the house. What are you going to do with these? Yeah. And he's like, well, I got to make sure they, you know, they're protected from the salt water. He's like, why? Yeah, right. He's like, these are like, garbage. Throw them in the salt water. But. Yeah. And he's like, no, these are primitives. He's like, He's like, does primitive mean garbage or something like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then, and then, I so I was think, I was trying to think. I'm like, all right, is this the guy? Like, in your face, Rockford. You know what I mean? Like, that's initially what I was thinking. Like, he was like, to kind of screw you thing. But then I'm like, no, the guy was actually thankful, and he was trying to pay him back. Yeah. Which I thought, but I, I liked it. I thought that was genius. Right. So now, one, a couple things. One. Now he, Rockford has to be able to sell these and make money off of them. Will right. anyone in where, is Rockford in L.A.? I forgot. Would it, is that what we determined? I'm going to guess. I'm going to say I don't know. I you have know, no idea. L.A. is a big city. Are they going to be like, oh yeah, these are great? You know, or are the art art galleries going to be like, this is garbage? Well, he <laughs> could at least go Does back. Does he have to, to go all town. the way back to that other town to go and <laughs> yeah. sell them? That's right. To make money. Yeah. And then two. So. The guy paid the money back to the insurance company, right? Right. All that. Right. But he still faked his death. So is he still fake dead? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I would say he's grid? probably still fake dead. So he's got to operate under a new identity. That would okay. be my guess. Because you're really so not going to get. any of that. You're not going to get left. Because they never explained why he did this. They never explained that. There's just. Why he did right what? off the bat, he faked his death. Well, yeah, he wanted the right. money. Yeah, but so, no, I mean, like, was he escaping from something, you know? Or well, yeah, and what was know? the deal with Suzanne Summers? Why I don't know. She got money, but she, she only knew she it. she knew she only got half. So she was in on it because it was a helicopter or a plane crash. I guess. she's like, fine, be with that floozy. I'll give, give me two hundred grand and I'll stay in France or Italy yeah. or wherever I am. Wherever we're unsure. Uncharted location, and I'll I'll live off the interest off of that. And again, two hundred grand doesn't sound like a ton now, but man, in nineteen seventy four, nineteen seventy four, shit ton of money. I mean, I wonder what the interest rates were back then. Well, interest rates were, I think, kind of crazy on some stuff, but um, I I I I don't know because everything was kind of in turmoil in some time point in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um. But enough. I'm looking up to see how much two hundred thousand in nineteen seventy four dollars was. Yeah, and she was living off the interest. So, in today's money, according to DollarTimes.com, <laughs> it's worth just under one point one million. Not bad. Oh, and interest so rates were almost ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like then you could put that half that money in a CD. Well, there weren't CDs then, but you can put half of the money just in a freaking savings account and earn a fair amount of money. Yeah. Now it's like you're lucky if you get one percent. Yeah, right. <laughs> so oh, so yeah. it's like, yeah, we can get houses for cheaper, for, but we don't get any money where our money doesn't do any, you know, good for exactly. us in the bank. So yeah, but you know, different. Times. If you look at it today's dollars, you know, one point one million at ten percent. Yeah, you could a uh, single lady could live large off of that, you know. No, yeah. So, um, 
Good for her. Good for you, Suzanne Summers. All right. Um, and that was it, right? I mean, that's... That was... Right? Then it just ended, yeah. And I thought, you don't see that kind of, I don't know, logic or... I don't know what you call that. What do you mean? I don't know. I just like the way that he, he kind of took this situation and spun it. And then the guy actually took the deal, but then, you know, kind of in a underhanded way, like gave Rockford the the, the paintings to kind of Yeah, so like he him screwed him over, but then totally screw him over. Right. Yeah. 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 So I, no, that, I agree. I, I, I like that. I like that style. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you see that. <laughs> I like the style of his sport coats more than anything else because yeah. that's awesome. He did have stuff. a cool black and white checkered sport coat in this episode. Uh, which I'm telling you, I had that same thing in kindergarten. <laughs> in kindergarten? <laughs> I don't think I had a sport coat in kindergarten. I had something. I remember seeing pictures of me like in something. I had pants and a coat that matched. Yeah. I mean, checkered outfit. It's like a zoot suit. I was, I was styling it. <laughs> In kindergarten. Cool. <laughs> hey, you gotta look good when you're gluing paper to a piece That's another right. piece of paper. <laughs> the, the ladies like a sharp dressed kindergarten. Right. Yeah. All right. Hey, I wasn't the kid that ate glue at least, so you know I got that going for me. Yeah. It's not toxic, <laughs> just for the record. But, uh, yeah, exactly. I made people show me that time and time again. It's not toxic. We'll have some more. <laughs> you know what? I, talking about glue. I used to like putting the, the rubber cement of glue on my finger and making a let, ball out and of it, letting it dry. Yeah, and then peeling it yeah. off. That was always fun. Yeah, but. or just making a big ball out of it and ru- throwing it around. Yeah, or just sniffing it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, semi uh, Silver Streak. That's what she was in. That was reminding me. Of. She was in Silver Streak. Remember that movie? Yeah, with Richard Pryor Richard. and. Uh, yeah, she was the one that. Um, what's his name? The, she was the girl in it, basically. <laughs> I knew I recognized her from when I Which the mistress was? <laughs> yeah. Really? No, no, the model. I'm sorry. The model. Oh, the model. The, model. the mistress, she was already, unfortunately, oh, passed away by yeah. the time the movie came out. We have to keep bringing that up. <laughs> uh, man. But no, I couldn't remember what movie I really re- remembered her from, and that was that Silver Streak. Yeah, Silver Streak. And what, uh, what's the other uh, guy? Gene, Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder, yeah. 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 All right, we're getting off. We are getting way here. off. Glue, <laughs> Silver Streak. Okay, so that was All it. All right, for, let's wrap it up. <laughs> that was it for this episode of Rockford. Uh, the big was it the big uh, the big ripoff. The big ripoff. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I used to watch this with number two in the middle. Uh, Facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Um, uh, Instagram is I used to watch this all spelled out. Obviously, our website I used to watch this dot com. What are the letters again, Mike? I U T. You want to do the shortened version? Yeah, so just the first letters of each word if you want to be shortened. And yeah, but you know, we always put our email and everything again, like we mentioned earlier in the episode notes. So hit us up if you have any suggestions or questions or comments. We're always there. Again, uh, you know, if you could rate and or review us, that would be awesome. Right. And um, again, like we always say every time, we haven't talked about what our next episode is going to be. And we got to, Mike and I actually have to figure out if, because we're both going to be traveling next week. So that might get kind of really interesting. Oh, that'd be really fun. 
So there may be a week lapse here. We'll see. We'll definitely put up on Insta, uh, me on Twitter or somewhere that will that if that's going to happen. So uh, for this episode, I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.